This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 92.7 The Ticket, proudly sponsored by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln, so apply today at sandhills.jobs. Got it. Boom. Question was asked. Oh, yeah. What's your message, Raph? All right. Well, I'm going to defer this question to uh, my dad. He actually texted in. My mom and dad are listening today. Mr. Miss Raph, how you doing? Good morning. He said the message he wants he'd want to to the players is that we need them when we want them. And yeah. thinking about it, that's that's kind of something that's been lost for a lot of years. You've heard about all these players in Nebraska that have wanted to play for Nebraska, mm-hmm. and they've basically got kind of the brush off and said, "Well, we're going to go elsewhere." I think I think what you could you talk about they don't have much body of work right now at Nebraska specifically, and they don't in terms of like wins and losses. But one thing they do have is is honesty and transparency, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if any of these 2025, 2026 recruits paid attention to the Daniel Kalen situation, mm-hmm. that's something they, they can hang their hat on, right? Mm-hmm. That that being honest in recruiting both Dylan Raiola and Daniel Kalen, they actually won them the commitment of Daniel Kalen in the end. And so it's if you if you invest in us, we're going to invest in you yep. and the entire way, whether you're a recruit or whether you're a member of this team, there's going to be honesty and transparency. Yep. So I think it's if you want to be coached that way, where it might not always be the best thing to be heard, you might not always hear the thing you want to hear, but we're going to what, tell you what you what we believe, yep. then then be a part of Nebraska. Be authentic. I love yeah. it. There's a quote I often use in presentations, man, in corporate America, and it's an old, old quote, and it's powerful, just powerful in 2023 – uh, the, the gentleman that said it back in the 60s. In the world today, there's two types of people. And I'm going to say two types of college programs. There's the learners and there's the knowers. There's the learners and there's the knowers. The learners will inherit the earth. The learners will get more recruits. The learners will share their vision. The learners will know where they're going, and they will tell you how to get there, and they need you to get there. But the knowers will be beautifully equipped to function in a college football landscape that no longer exists. Will you be a learner or a knower? Will you understand what it takes to recruit guys today? If you think yeah. you know it all, you're in trouble. Yep. The learners will inherit the earth. Now, if I went to Best Buy down the street right now and said, hey, I'm going to buy a new laptop with a floppy disk component, <laughs> they'd look at you like, dude, what are you talking about, man? Because it doesn't exist anymore. So here, here's the thing. Nebraska doesn't have to forget their past, but we can't say we're in Nebraska. That's Nebraska of old. We have to repackage that and say we can still bring that back. We can wake up those ghosts, but we're going to need you to do it. But if you think you know it all already, and you don't have to go out and turn out every rock to do these satellite camps, to go to these different campuses, to go to these different uh, these schools and colleges to do these things, good luck, because that means you think you're a knower. We have to keep learning, because the reality is this. These kids don't know Nebraska being relevant. Yep. They have to go to YouTube. Think about that. And those videos are getting grainy. Yes. And those are like, dude, I think that's Stanford. Is that even Nebraska? <laughs> I mean, that's Wisconsin. So you have to be learners, not knowers. So my message to, my, to those kids, like, you know what? People can knock D on all they want. 
but I'm going to tell you this. He says, we coming. You have to have a very – you look at politicians, and I'm getting into politics, but you have politicians. They have a very simple slogan, and they, they preach it, they say it, they say it, they say it ad nauseum over and over and over, and then you got to go out and perform. Bottom line, man. It's interesting, guys. So I was listening to a podcast yesterday with uh, ESPN's Reese Davis and Pete Thamel, and they were talking about NIL, how it's involved in recruiting, and how the coaches now have to worry more about – when when oh, Ryan, Ryan Day of Ohio State threw out this figure of $11 million at one point last year, and everybody called him crazy because it was like, you really need to go out and get high school players for $11 million, right? But in reality, what, what Ryan Day meant and people just didn't realize was that he needed $11 million to keep his own roster. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what he meant. Mm. And so it's crazy because they talk about – how you operate as a coach, and this is how it ties into this conversation. They said, when you're not able to go out recruiting, you're on a private plane talking to boosters. Mm. Because if you don't have buy-in, you're not going to be able to recruit That's nowadays. Right. Nope. That's right. And, and not That's only right. recruit high school guys, but also recruit your own roster. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously it's easy when you're talking about the scope of like Ohio State, Georgia, because they got these big-name guys that Jordan Addison from Pitt last year, right? Right. But it's like... And a lot of things played in the Jordan Addison thing, not just money, but that was a main, I mean, a big factor. But the the priorities mm-hmm. and how much pressure there is now on college football coaches to be a good fundraiser is is just over the top. It's so wild now because every single time that the coaches aren't recruiting, they're fundraising. That's right. That's right, and it's changed so much in just a couple years. You, you've nailed it. They become they become fundraisers now too. Oh yeah, they have to. It's not only well, that's you, what it's that's not, what it's, it's not only are you a good recruiter. It's it's how well can you yeah. raise money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Coach Rule right now. It is. I mean, he's hundred percent everywhere. I mean, I know he loves being out and about amongst the community, but he also knows that that he's in a way he's fundraising because he's getting people he's getting you know, space yeah. out there, and that's that's crucial. And that well, that's so, stuff that you might not have seen in prior staffs and. He's 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 a smart guy. I mean, he is a super smart guy. The way he's the way he's doing this, you're meeting people, you're meeting friends. You don't know who you're meeting. You don't know who has. I mean, some people you know who has money. Some people you don't have money. Mm-hmm. You might venture into somebody you don't just being nice to them. You might not even realize that they're one of the biggest boosters. And in Nebraska, oh, wow. Raph, you got a good point. In Nebraska, you never know. You have no idea because yeah. Nebraska traditionally, historically, you don't know who has the money here. Mm-hmm. Hell, you think about this: if you didn't know who Warren Buffett was. You think he was yeah. just an older gentleman riding around in an old Cadillac? Yeah. Well, and, and when you'd you, have no idea. And, and you look at his house. And yeah. Say, All right. Yeah. He's just living in a house yeah. that he's had for X amount of years. They have no idea. That's one of no probably clue. twenty. Yeah. yeah. So but you never know who you're you're talking to. I, there was a quote, and shout out to Kevin Suits. He had a good interview on uh, ten eleven of um, with with Matt Rule in the one on one sit down, and Matt Rule said something along the lines of, "I was out at the farmers market." And somebody goes, "Why are you here?" And he said, "Well, I'm. This is my community. I'm. I'm a Lincoln Lincolnite. I don't like. Here's the deal: is whether or not he means it, he's, you sell he's it. saying it. I yeah. mean, he's selling sell it. it. He's selling sell it. it. And and number one, guys, it's easier to raise money before you start winning and losing. Yes, that's right, <laughs> that's right bro. Oh, but, spot then, on. but then also, if, spot if, on. if you have this. This image of community man, family man, that fits into Nebraska, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you are losing, it provides a little bit of a softer. You got land. a buffer. Yeah. You built up some cachet. Yeah, it provides a little bit of a softer mm-hmm. land. And you go, you go everywhere. Like 
you know, he went out to that rodeo. Well, a lot of money is out in Western Nebraska at all these ranches. You have all these yeah. ranches and all this stuff. I mean, he's not, he's not dumb. He knows, he knows where he's going. He knows going. what's going on. He knows oh, the lay yeah. of the land. So it goes back to the quote. He's learning. Yep. He keeps yeah. learning. A few texts here. Thunder Knock Collins says, sorry, tuned in late. Headed to work out with my daughter. Get that workout in, brother. Get that workout in. Hizzle Bear says, they refer to you as limitless male for a uh. floppy disk these days. <laughs> <laughs> Chase B says, they have to watch YouTube videos. They don't even have the score on the screen half the time. Yeah, that it, it just pops up every 30 seconds. That's right. Gosh, this <laughs> is so stupid. <laughs> and Garbologist, you're exactly right. I've been hearing a lot about getting the top 510 in-state athletes, then just getting the most elite athletes from around the country. What about the nobodies from Nebraska that just need to be molded and will wait to turn uh, uh, turn to be loyal. They don't have a sinking chance. You know what? You know what garbage does? I'll say this. We'll wait and see. I'll, I'll wait and see how that turns out. I'll wait because I, I, can, I, can, I can't yeah. comment on it right now because – but in time, about two years – You'll be able to see. I think garbologists, I think one of the tough things about previous years, there's been not been a whole lot of depth, right? Obviously, when you talk about, I don't like to use the term nobodies, but just the under-evaluated and, and under-recruited kids. That's a great way to kids, say it, under um, Guys that, that, are, that are in high school that wa- either walk on to Nebraska or get a preferred walk, whatever it may be. Nebraska necessarily hasn't had the luxury of being able to to sit and wait on a guy for two or three years. Yeah. Like over the last couple of years, think about it, guys. It's well, first of all, they've gotten their their leading receiver from the transfer portal every year the last three years, or two two years, and probably three after this season. And then you look at like the rest of of their roster and offensive line. Turner Corcoran probably would have mm. benefited from coming mm. in and sitting a year, but he couldn't. Nebraska didn't have the luxury. Why? Because you just didn't have the roster depth. And same with Bryce Benhart. And so, Nick, to your point, why didn't we have the depth? Well, well it's, you lose a couple guys to to either the portal or you lost a guy to the draft, and or you didn't evaluate properly the guys that were well, here. And, and that's, and you're that's not, the best and part. I mean, that's more and, important. And you yeah. had you had flawed. You're relations. spot on, Nick. You had flawed relationships too because you yeah. had you have high school coaches around this state that you spoke to that they've said they've had players that they thought could play at the university. Maybe not be a starter, but they play special teams. They could be a backup. And Nebraska staff looked at them and basically shrugged their shoulders and said, you really don't know what you're talking about. And you know what? And I don't don't want to say staff, plural, a few few guys. There were a few. Yeah, Yeah. there were a few. And you're right. And I'm going to tell you one guy who had the pulse of this state, and I hated to see him go, was big brother Kenny Wilhite. Kenny, I I would be in a certain part of the state. Kenny heard about this guy. AD already talked to him. He goes, yep. he goes. AD, all I can do is identify. All I can do is identify and say. Kenny, and, and that, only, was, that's and that all, was the worst part. That was that, only, Kenny saw the talent that was here from the. I mean, I mean small rugged yeah. corners in every school I went to in this state. From I mean, from clear out to Alliance, all the way down to Beatrice. Yeah. All right, yeah. shout out to Alliance and Beatrice. Yep. I hear coaches. Yeah, we know Kenny. We know Kenny. We know Kenny. Well, and yep. that's that was the tough part. I mean. Uh, uh, there's there's obviously other stories that maybe not necessarily should be set on air, but there's 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 situations of guys decommitments be, or guys being told to decommit because we're going to choose this other guy when the position coach necessarily wanted the first one, the yep, original yeah. commit, yep. right? Was overruled and, and just oh, just was was basically just told now nah, yeah. now we're going to take this guy instead. And, and so when that happens, it's not a knock against any specific guy, but it's tough for for not only the position coach but also the program to get off the ground and running when you're not yeah I don't want to say hand picking your guys but when you're not having the the personnel that you personally as the position coach think would do yeah. best but we always talk about the learners too and you like 
as these years go on, you have the you've had these high school coaches that have said, "Hey, I have a player here," and you basically when you're given the brush off, and then when that time comes around, and maybe you have a player that's legitimately a Nebraska that somebody in Nebraska really wants, they're going to look back and be like, "Well." Those coaches down at Nebraska, they respected my opinion when I said I had a guy that maybe well, could walk mm, on. And mm. when you start building those relationships, then you're going to start seeing where the where these the players fruit. are. Yeah, start seeing their I also, fruit. Like I also, I don't know, guys. And maybe this is outlandish to say. I don't personally care where recruits come from. I could care less, man. As <laughs> long as as long as the coach did their homework on evaluation. Exactly. exactly. The evaluation. Be- because here's the deal: is is that at the end of the day. I don't care where you're from. Can you play football? Are, at this are, level? You, are you are you a good human being that that you we as Husker fans want on our program? Mm-hmm. Can you are you are you willing to be coached and learn mm-hmm. right? And are you willing to buy into the process? That's right. Right. I don't care. So so you know, as long as it's a two sided coin, obviously. Whether the coach, I, I don't care if, if Nebraska, everybody's, you know, as the Garbologist says, and this, I mean, I agree with him, saying I've been hearing a lot about getting the top five to ten in-state athletes. I don't care if Nebraska only gets the top two athletes in the state or only they only get the third and fourth athlete. I don't care. I don't even care at the end of the day how many they they put on the roster from Nebraska, right? Because Nebraska is also becoming more popularly recruited, popular, you know, and, and, and Notre Dame's coming in, places like that. And you're sometimes going to lose those battles. But at the end of the day, if the coach can look not only at themselves in the mirror, but their assistants and to the fans and say, we did our due diligence on this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, we're still going to do our due diligence and, and evaluate and do our homework on every recruit that we talk right. to. And they're all bought into the process. They're guys we want here and guys that want to play for Nebraska. We're going to be okay. Here's what Nick and I agree with everything you say, but I'm going to push back on this. What pisses me off is we are getting our talent plucked out of here. Well, and that's because think about Junior Bryant at Creighton Prep, Rap. Had a long pro career. You're going to lose a few guys. You're going to lose, you know, a Junior Bryant, uh, a guy like that here and there, uh, your few, but we didn't lose many. And you know what that comes from? Because we had an identity we were established. We have to redo that again. Because here's the thing if they do leave, yeah. It can't because we didn't recruit and, and the hell out of them. That's exactly how I was exactly. going to follow up. That's exactly, exactly how I was going to follow up. Is is you're going to lose guys, but once also what you'll find out is that if you're if you are doing your job and you're evaluating the way you're supposed to evaluate, mm-hmm. you find out that you don't lose a whole lot of insight. Absolutely, guys. and you know what? What you're no saying, no matter how talented you are, yep. so so it becomes they're going to want to stay. They're gonna, so exactly because. You're going to start that relationship four years before they graduate, Absolutely. if not sooner. So, the so that's, that's the crazy thing about it is it's it's all connected in my eyes because everybody's going ah oh, we didn't do our job we didn't do our we didn't make them a priority or they just didn't want to come to Nebraska they didn't grow up knowing Nebraska. Well, guess what? You know how you change that you, by doing your job. Absolutely. Jack and Martell says, do you think that the in-state athletes have more drive or pride? Uh, Jack and Martell, you know what? We have to give them give them something to have pride about. That changed there. I just think it's I think it's such it's all connected because that conversation of, yeah, well, you know, you're competing against Alabama, you're competing against Notre that becomes and more who's, and whose fault is that? Well, that becomes more mute yeah. when you start doing your job Absolutely. and your due diligence here because Correct. guess what? It's more of a uh listen, we don't have to worry about oh, did they did they make them a priority? Did they mm-hmm. try it all? Right? Mm-hmm. It, you can't be Johnny it's, come it's, lately. It's, it's less of it's less of that and more of just, hey, 
you know what? Maybe he just wanted to go somewhere out of yeah. Nebraska, yeah. the same way Zane Flores did. Yeah. It was just like I want to get from West Side. Went to end up going to Oregon, and then he a Dick a Dickerson. Oh, yeah. Avante Dickerson. Avante Dickerson. Yeah. yeah. And I talked to him when I was at West. He goes, man. I like Nebraska. He goes, man, I think I just want to do something different. So I know we got a break. Yeah. Uh, we got a quick, we'll be a quick break. We come back. Uh, we got to do RGT. Yeah. We do RGT. We'll have the 80 attitude adjustment, folks. All things Nebraska football. That was a, a long discussion, but one that needed to be had. And we'll have more of those as well on the break on the other side after a mess from our sponsors and teammates. It's the drive with AD Raff and Nick holding it down.